What's up, Just Sayers? Welcome to the Just Saying Podcast. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. It is here. It is time. And I'm so happy to have you guys with us this year. Uh, last year was fantastic. You guys were so great to me. But 2024 is going to be our year. Damn it. And with me today, your first guest of the year is one of my friends. Uh, he is a celebrity astrologer, and I'm going to give him the introduction that he deserves. <laughs> and I'm going to read it off of our beautiful monitor. <laughs> it's Kyle Thomas, and he is with us today. And Kyle Thomas, for those of you who do not know, is a globally recognized pop culture astrologer who has been featured on Access Hollywood, E! Entertainment, NBC, ABC, Good Morning America, People Magazine, Cosmopolitan, Entertainment Weekly, The New York Post, Page Six, Hulu, Seventeen Magazine, Bustle, Elite Daily, The Daily <laughs> Mail, Marie Claire, and more. Uh, he is known for his cosmic guidance for celebrities, business executives, and prominent influencers. His work harnesses harnesses yes. the power of the stars in regards to entertainment, lifestyle, and trends affecting people worldwide. And I am so happy you were here. Welcome, friend. Thank you, my king. I'm just going to use that soundbite for all of my shit going forward. For so sure. Thank you for that. I mean, just be like, you know, that is my introduction to the gods. Well, honestly, for somebody, I mean, how long have you been in LA? Not that long, right? I, I moved here in 2015. Okay, so what? I don't even know math. What is that, 10 years? It's not 10 years, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm technically, like, I'm on eight years and moving into nine years pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I feel like that's a big number is I remember when I started doing stand-up and I was like, oh, this is it. I've made it. Right. And they were like, no, it takes about like 10 years to you paying your dues, getting your roots down deep. And, you know, you've look how much you've accomplished already. So um, I'm glad you're here because I want to get into astrology with you because, I mean, everyone wants to know, like, what's in the stars for them in the year and what can I look forward to? Is everything going to be okay? I mean, we're already on edge as is every day with everything going on in the world, and I just feel like this is a nice little chance for people to kind of, you know, brighten up their day and enlighten them as to what could be in store for them in the new year. Totally. And the thing that I like about this th today is that we've written out some fun, like, sassy horoscopes mm -hmm. and mini horoscopes. Oh, so, honey, you're not going to get yeah. your grandmother's horoscope. Yeah. You were going to get some sassy just saying horoscopes. Um, <laughs> but I have to ask because, you know, I feel like in L.A., um, we know about astrology. And I'm not saying we know. We, we are just accustomed to hearing. I feel like the two big questions in LA are how many followers do you have and what's your sign? And that's real that can make or break you in this town. <laughs> totally, absolutely. So, so I I know um ish astrology things. Um for you actually helped me recognize my sign. For the longest time, I thought that I was a Pisces, uh, because my birthday's on March 20th, and you were like, you don't act like a Pisces. And I was like, I'm a Pisces. And you were like, hold on. And you got my star chart. I gave you the time I was born, the month where I was born. And you were like, oh no, you're six minutes into Aries. Dun, dun, dun. And I was like, you know. what? The whole time? Well, luckily I have a chest tattoo <laughs> that says I'm a Pisces and an Aries. So, um, but yeah, I, for the longest time, I thought I was a Pisces and you helped fix that. But the big three, now, this is what I wanted to start off. The big three are as follows, your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. So 
What is the difference between a sun, a moon, and a rising? Well, the thing about this is that they are core aspects of your personality. Uh -huh. And so, you know, obviously when you're taking a full natal chart reading with myself or somewhere else or with an app. What is a natal, a natal chart? A natal chart is the same thing as a birth chart. Okay. And it incorporates your time of birth, date of birth, and your place of birth. And, you know, knowing all the different nuances of how the planets are interacting, as well as, you know, the placements in houses, yes, of course, you're going to have much more insight about what makes you Justin or, you know, how you perceive people or communicate or love languages or cycles, whatever. However, the easiest thing about the big three is that because they are so noticeable in an individual, we are more drawn to expressing them in a vivid way. Uh -huh. So your sun sign is always the date of birth. You know, that is really closely tied to your life force. It's more powerful the, the older that you get. And that's why you can look at a, like an article in Cosmo or, you know, horoscope for general purposes. And you're still going to be able to see a lot of important situations that are happening to you because the sun is always, you know, the most, the brightest force in our solar system mm -hmm. and any interaction with that is going to affect our lives. Yeah. However, your rising sign is also called your ascendant. And that's where the sun was rising on the Eastern horizon at the moment of your birth. So that's technically in esoteric astrology, the moment where you took your first breath and your soul entered your body. And yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of, I think it's a really beautiful sort of you know, motif and, you know. So that's the rising. The, yes, yeah. that's the rising sign. Yeah. And so when your soul entered your body. Yeah. Aww. So that's how people perceive you. It's very important in dictating the houses in your chart, as well as the kinds of partners that you attract, you know, all sorts of career opportunities. And and that really dictates the the core aspects of, mm -hmm. of how you are going to evolve in your lifetime. But the moon sign here is tied to your soul. It's the inner emotional life. So obviously that comes forward in very intimate relationships. And, you know, again, by looking at those different aspects, you can see how you relate to someone. Even if one particular thing, like let's say their sun sign may not be your favorite sun sign, they may have other things that are also really compatible with you. So that's the big three. The big three, your sun, your moon, and your rising. Okay, um, I know that I am a Aries sun, a Taurus moon, and a Gemini rising. Yes, that's what I was about to remember. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what you You had that, and I know that's exactly what I know, and I am very proud to know all of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, well, I, th I think it's so funny because in my, my charts and my phone, I have like all of these celebrities and people that I've met, and then also who's who in the gay world of, of Hollywood and Los Angeles. So it's like I scroll through here and I'm like, of course I got you. Oh my you. God, you have the black book. Oh yeah, no, straight up. I mean, people that I bang, people are dating, <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, I know everybody, you know, but it's predominantly gay men. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. You have the list. That is great. Now, so no okay. one can defy me. I know. Well, I mean, you blackmail, you're like, oh, you're like, you have an ex. Your you're Scorpio just like, mm, moon is going to get burnt yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. What? Okay, so now we are in a period of, retrograde, um, which everyone is like, oh, I feel like that is just such a thing, especially in this town where they're like, I can't do anything, Mercury. Mm -mm. And everyone's like, well, I guess you can take the day off, Linda. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's always, it's always happening. What is Mercury in retrograde? Well, all of the planets are going to retrograde except the Earth you know, because we're on the earth. The sun doesn't- Allegedly. Retrograde. Yeah, the, <laughs> right. The sun doesn't retrograde, it's a luminary, neither does the moon. Uh-huh. 
but all of the other planets in our solar system, from our perspective on Earth, do move backwards because of our rotation and, and all of the you know movement around the sun. But ultimately, it is just an optical illusion. Planets don't go backwards, but whatever the planet rules is going to be up for review, reconsideration, situations about what it rules will come back to you. So that's why during retrogrades, we often have exes or old conversations or situations that are returning to us. And the thing that I like about using retrograde energy is that it isn't the end of the world. And a lot of that time, a lot of times people are just, you know, everyone's like, get in the bunker. It's, yeah, yeah, you know, like it's not particularly like that, yeah. but it's giving you an opportunity to improve your path forward. Because sometimes I think that, you know, we're always running forward and trying to build the next project or build that next relationship or improve our path. But sometimes we lose things from the past that are also still valuable. Mm -hmm. So what maybe that's that old business connection that you have or, an old friend that you want to reconnect with that has grown or, you know, even for people that are single, reconnecting with an ex that may have done their own work. Except for and, you because you have all the receipts. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, 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 that's the thing. It's interesting because I do actually do connect with a lot of exes or old friends during retrogrades, but it's not... I'm not out here to burn people or to hate on them. And even when the relationship has ended in pain, I think that we can use these periods to learn about what we want more in our needs and then hopefully build a better path forward and and just get more of what makes us happy. But okay, you said all the planets go in retrograde, but why specifically Mercury? Mercury rules a lot of daily affairs. So okay. it's communication, it's the mind, it rules business, it rules all things with technology and moving parts. Oh, so your God. car, your computer, your phone, lost emails, the your internet. ring camera. Exactly. Your you vibrator. Know? Yes, yeah, uh -huh. exactly. You uh -huh. know, so we have a lot of those very noticeable aspects that take place there. And again, because it's communication, that's why you hear from people from the past a lot too. So mm. again, you know, the thing that you can do with retrograde is that if you do want to reach out or reignite a situation or a business deal from the past, that's when you have more opportunity in your favor. And this retrograde, is it like, does each, re how many retrogrades do you get a year? Well, with Mercury, we usually have about three or four. Three or four. That, okay, that sounds about right. Yeah, because they take place for about three and a half weeks. But that's what the barista at Starbucks tells me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but they have different phases too. The pre-shadow yeah. is when the planet's slowing down. That's when we start to see that there are things that are are getting a little wonky or a little strange. The retrograde is when it's most noticeable, and we really have to face what needs to be dug up at that time. And then the post-shadow, which is what we're in right now is where things start to click back into place and we can see the speed of life moving back forward. And kind of just navigate its way into the new era. Yeah, okay. totally. But the, the planets that are most noticeable during a retrograde are the personal planets, which, yes, is Mercury, and then Venus, which rules relationships and aesthetics and profit to a degree, and then Mars, which rules energy, health, strength, passion, ambition, sex. Cool. And those are all core aspects of hopefully our daily lives. Yeah. Well, wait, the, I just saw that like this retrograde is affecting Aries and Capricorn. Is that right or no? All retrogrades affect all Everybody. signs. Yes. It and just depends on where it's going to happen in the sky okay. and how you'll be affected. So for instance, the Mercury retrograde that we had in December of 2023 was in the zodiac signs of Capricorn and in Sagittarius. Mm. So for anyone with an Aries rising or an Aries sun, 
that would really affect their professional life and also anything to do with how they pursue personal and professional growth, which mm-hmm. can, for people that work in the media, affect a lot of things with the media, publishing, TV, contracts, legalities, all sorts of stuff like that. Perfect. For just after a strike. That kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, very cool. Um, So let's get into like some celeb predictions. I mean, I love We that. have a lot of them and we have to start with Britney Spears. <laughs> Britney Spears is a Libra rising Sagittarius sun, Aquarius moon, and kitchen dancer. <laughs> um, what do we see... <laughs> Which you did not know was a sign, but yes, kitchen dancing is a sign. What do we think? Like, I feel like 2023, she was all over our Instagram. You know, she's posting nudes and, you know, all the drama. Her dad had his leg amputated. Mm -hmm. She wrote her book, which was like the number one bestseller of 2023. Wasn't the best book, Uh, but it, you know, it got people talking and everyone was involved and she had her divorce from Sam and yeah. uh, her sister quit. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, Australia. And she got booted off of uh, Dancing with the Stars. Um, I mean, what else is there? There's so much more. Do Are we going to have a peaceful, creative Britney back in the game year or not? I don't think Britney's ever going to be back in the game. And I'm just Ever? Gonna, no, and I just want to be completely upfront about that. Now, yeah. we are evolving because of planetary alignments every year, okay? Do I think we're ever going to have Britney Spears back? No. Okay. I think that there have been too many traumatic events in her lifetime that have sort of taken that away from her. And also, when looking at her chart, it, it, it screams repeatedly of addictions, enemies, people that like prey upon her, use her. And that's been her whole life. That's in her natal chart. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't ever like to give predictions that are scary or mean, but I do think that it's important to look at particular transitions and areas of of growth. Because mm-hmm. I do think that even friction, it's like when two pieces of rock or metal are are rubbing up against each other, there's a lot of explosive combustion. Things will it's eventually- her and her family. But her in the world, it's her in everything. Yeah. And I was looking at her chart earlier today. And, you know, on a, on a positive end, she does have a lot of opportunity in 2024 around assets, investments, and wealth. And healing particular baggage that is upon her. Now, do I think that she's going to do all of that? I think that, again, it's one of those things where it's she's surrounded by people that everyone wants something from her. And that's the level of fame that I I can't remember who I was talking about this with, but it's like it's like Marilyn Monroe. Well, it's like yeah, it's like, Judy Garland. It's like, it's like exactly yeah. it's that level of you, the 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 top of the world yeah. that there is nothing beyond that. But I mean, and she, I mean, she's out of the conservatorship now, and I feel like she has to be some sort of like aware, I mean, she wrote about it in her book, how she was like, I'm so tired of everyone being in control of my life and my destiny, and I want to do my own thing. She said in her perfume commercial, no thanks, I choose my own destiny. With the fortune teller who was like, I didn't ask you to walk in here, bitch, but (laughs) you did. Um, But I feel like, is there any sort of like awareness that she can be like, no, I see what you're doing. Like, you're not going to be controlling me is she going to be this like independent woman now or is it like is this just going to be like um continuing along with the bad behaviors of like she's so used to this that she's never going to be able to do things on her own i'm very worried for her 
Mm-hmm. And this is all written in her, in her chart. Regardless, if even if it wasn't, even if I knew it wasn't Britney Spears's name on it, and I looked at this chart and I was looking at it and it was yours or someone else's, I'd be like, oh shit. Like, what do you mean, oh shit? Well, I mean, again, you know, particularly- what, cloudy skies and doom and gloom, lightning? There's a lot of that, yeah. And in 2024, there is an eclipse cycle that's gonna affect her rising sign, which is Libra, and then also across the sky, which is in Aries. And that's her seventh house, which is partnerships, rulers, uh, partnerships, relationships, uh, enemies, the public, things of that nature. And when you have eclipses, either in your sun sign or your rising sign, you sort of go through this rebirth. It's kind of like a phoenix moment. You And I actually just recently went through that too. That's why I've been like, what the fuck do I want? Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so it's this, this period in time where she is, regardless if she wants to, going to have to have destiny affect her. And mm-hmm. she has to change. If she isn't going to change, it's going to bring darkness upon her. And that's Ugh. the thing is that people in general do not like change. Even yeah. zodiac signs like that, like Gemini or Aries, like we like fun and you know, those kinds of things, but it's we still are rigid in our perception of the world. It's a habitual, lot of that, yeah. A lot of that is gonna be changing for her. And then when she has eclipses that are going to be taking place in her relationship sector, which did begin in 2023. Now, do I think that she's gonna get into another significant relationship? Yeah. You think? Oh yeah, yeah. Do and I think in, it's in be, the new year. I think it'll be a whiplash again. I would be shocked if <gasps> oh. she's not already in some significant thing by like March, and that's not even that far from here. Yeah. So on the other hand, it could deal with with other sort of business relationships. So changing of manager, you know, changing of agents. Those are possible too. Well, but, I think she is in the studio, like oh, doing new music. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> Studio music, we'll see. I don't know if it's just her talking. Yeah, and I, I do think that she will release content. Yeah, again, I do well, want to say that. I'm and sure. Do I think that she will ever actually fully perform at the level of us being like, no, wow, she was so, so captivating? No. Yeah. But I mean, do I, do I think in the next de- couple decades that she will be at the MTV Awards on stage again? Yes, I'm sure she'll do it. You know, but these are going to be rare occurrences because she's not like Cher. She's not like. Kylie or Madonna, she yeah. doesn't hunger for it like that. And yeah. these were people that I think certainly hid heights of, you know, glory. I mean, look at Madonna and Cher. But even though they are still so disconnected from the reality that you and I may live, they still have a foundation. Yeah. She doesn't. Yeah. Cher actually was the first star in the Zodiac. So she has been <laughs> around forever. 10,000 years yes, ago. Yes, exactly. When the, when the, Space created a star. It was shared. She will live on forever. Um, yeah. We did have big news um, over the break that Demi Lovato got engaged. She is a Leo sun with a Taurus moon. Yes. So um, she actually got engaged during Mercury being in retrograde. Yes. Which, what does that even mean? Is that not good? <laughs> that does not sound good. Well, the thing about Mercury retrograde, like I was saying before, no contracts. Is that, yeah, it's it's it's. You can go back to old things. You can go go back to old conversations or relationships, but you don't want to start something new. Now, uh, that would be. It means that the the contract, the agreement, is on shaky ground. It is not actually going to come to fruition in the way that you think. Now. On one hand, it isn't the end of the world, like I was saying. You can Uh also pivot. But for instance, they may not be actually on the same page about what they want. Or it could do things like, let's say they set a date for the wedding or, you know, the 
the venue and other things, and then things get pushed back. Like mm. there is going to be a lot of pivoting that is going to take place. But the thing about Demi too is that I have a lot of friends that are friends with her. And even, I mean, I think she's used to a little bit of life being a little bit of a whirlwind. You think? I just she's been in the hospital bit. like nine times. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. again, I, I mean, I just, it's interesting because as I was looking at further parts of her chart, there are a lot of interactions that say that she is craving significant stability in love. Like next, I would hope so. Yeah, next year, well, not next year, I'm sorry, this year in 2024, Saturn, which is the planet of longevity and strength, it will be across the sky from her Venus, which Venus rules love. So this is a time where she's either going to be having to be very realistic and practical about love, yeah. or she's going to end up having another breakup. Yeah. And we don't want the latter. Yeah. Because, I mean, truly, she's one of those people that I think is so incredibly talented. And so just, talented. I mean, given so many opportunities that you're yeah. just kind of like, whoo. Yeah. Like, she's been through a lot. And, like, I ideally want her to be happy and just, yeah. like, present and being able to enjoy those moments. Totally. That, you know, every woman wants to have in life. Yeah. Every person wants Hello, to Hello, I yeah. want to get married. Yeah. I, I always like, I say this to you like every time I see you, but like what? I sent you up, I set you up with your man and predicted him. You did. You owe me on a karmic I level. Do, I do. Where is my husband, Dick? I I'm know. like, <laughs> it is, it is out there in LA. I can sniff it already. Mm -hmm. It is coming in my chart. So you gotta, you gotta help me out, man. I'll find, I, I mean, look, I, I, a lot of people don't know about this, but Kyle did introduce me to Evan. <laughs> um, it was, let's see, God, it was about 2021. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were doing um, a podcast that I was on back in the day. And uh, I was getting into like the dating scene-ish. Like COVID was just kind of like over. Yeah. Um, and you were like, you got to get out there. And I was like, ah, I'm okay. And I had just, uh, you know, recently been dealing with an ex of mine who passed away. And I was like, I'm not really ready to get into it. And you're like, well, you're going to meet somebody in the fall. And I was like, okay. This was like also June or July, I think. Yeah, I was yeah. like, whoa, that's really quick. And then I had two spots here at the comedy store on one night. And you were like, I'm having a party down in West Hollywood. Come after your set, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. And I remember I had finished and I was on the front bar uh, area and I looked at my phone and it was 1130. And I was like, oh shit, I know Kyle's going to be down there. And I called you, or I think I texted you and was yeah. like, are you still down there? And you're like, yeah, please come. There's so many people get down here. And I was like, no. And then something was like, go. And I was like, I think that right. something was me saying, bitch, get your ass I think here. It, I think it was. And I was like, okay, fine. I got in the Uber, went down to high tops. And <laughs> I remember like seeing all these guys and I was just like, <laughs> like I was just like I, I mean not like to you know it, it was just <laughs> tell me like, how you really feel not about like they're game gross. In LA. no I, I just it just I, <laughs> there wasn't like a, a a thing and they were all just very like cookie cutter and I was just kind of like eh, okay at least I made an effort right and then I yeah. look over and there's Evan and he's like how's the weather up there <laughs> he literally said that to me how's the weather up there and I was like okay and I thought that was so charming and fun and. We, he just started talking to me. Like, he came up and started talking to me, and we didn't exchange numbers or anything. And because I guess we forgot how to date during COVID, it was just kind of like, all right, well, bye. Aww. And I think like two days later, I was on the apps still, and like I got on Tinder or whatever, and I had someone liked me. Yeah, yeah. And it was him. Aww. And he had his hair all cut. He had like, 
He had a new do. He had like new pictures. I was like, oh, he had a photo shoot over the weekend. <laughs> and I was like, hey, didn't I go, didn't I see you over the weekend? And he goes, oh, I thought you looked familiar. And I'm oh, like, please. oh, really? You thought I looked familiar? And mm -hmm. we went on a date and have been together ever since. The stars were aligned. It's weird. It's very weird. So yes, uh, you like made me a believer in that. Um, but uh, I will be on the lookout for you. Thank I have you. to find... We gotta find the right one. There's a lot of crazies. I, if I, I dated do, them all. I know. Yeah, I every think, single I, one. I think you. Oh took my god. Them all. I think you took them all. <laughs> They're in my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have them in the phone. Um, here's one. Uh, this is a, an interesting uh, celebrity knowledge. Is that Millie Bobby Brown has stated that now she is a feminist because her psychic told her so. Um, Millie is a Pisces sun with an Aquarius moon, lot of water. Aquarius is Aquarius air. Is, Aquarius is air. It's air. Yeah. Pisces and 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 Aquarius. Um, so she seems to be very opinionated. She's eccentric and forceful and strong. But what do you think about this? Well, I, that, I mean, that's what I was saying is when I was looking at her chart. I mean, we can see a lot of those interactions because of the way the planets are aligned. Mm -hmm. You know, her Mercury and her Uranus and her Saturn, like she and her Pluto, she, she does not ever think she's wrong. Like wow. she is the kind of... She's the kind of person that you'd expect she is. And I think the thing that is so funny about her particular realization about this, though, is that when people with these kinds of particular placements change their mind, then then they're 100% in the opposite way. But it has to come from within, especially uh -huh. like an Aquarius moon. I have an Aquarius moon. So like when I set I my mind it. on something, I was like, I I believe I'm right. Mm. But if, if for some reason I decide that I've just decided to change my mind, then I'm also right in that way. And she does that too. Yeah. And so I think that, and I love Pisces energy. I really do. I love, love Pisces energy so much. But I thought I did. Pisces, the thing about it is that <laughs> Pisces is dreamy. Pisces yeah. is, 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 it flows and it's the, the most easily flowing zodiac sign. And so that's why I think by looking at this, that makes a lot of sense that she's like, oh my God, I'm I've, a been feminist. I've been awakened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bitch, please. Yeah, relax. Like, so interesting. She's talented and she's pretty, but I just, sometimes it's a little frustrating when I feel like she pops up on my feet and I'm like, next. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh, she just, maybe if I were to meet her and she could be the most lovely human being in the entire world. But there are certain, I mean, you know how that is. It's like, I feel like if there are certain celebrities, regardless if you've met them or not, where you're just like, ick. Oh, yeah. You know? And again, you know, I, I try this to not- This past year was definitely a year of me going, Ick. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, and I, 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 I try to never be judgmental and I try uh, to always be open-minded about different people and celebrities and things of that nature. But still, I just think that there is just some sort of reaction we may have and uh -huh. people may have that to me. And that's okay too, because if not everyone has to like me. Yeah. You should love me. Yeah. Yeah. Love Kyle. Mm -hmm. I had, I mean, last year was definitely a year where I was just kind of like getting to know how who the people I, it was kind of like an awakening of being like, who the, who are you? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why, wh the whole time? You know what I mean? So, um, but let's get into some overall cosmic energy for 2024. Insert fun. Sparkles. Fog. Sparkles. <laughs> Sparkles. So, 
Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors, and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. For you listeners at home, here we're going to run down the 12 signs of the Zodiac. Uh, So listen for your sign. Uh, And these are mini horoscope predictions. So we're going to start off with Aries. Uh, We're going to have celebrities attached to the names. Uh, So Aries, we have Diana Ross, Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, Elton John, Lady Gaga, Justin Mardell. Um, (laughs) So do you want to take it away from here? Yeah, so we've got got, uh, an overview horoscope, which Mm -hmm. we're going to mention. We have a sassy love horoscope, Mm -hmm. and then we have a few different words that kind of tie it all up. Yeah. Uh, do we want to tag team them? Do we want to have sure. me run one or which yeah, one? Yeah, is- yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so for our overview here, for Aries, uh, you're hitting the jackpot when it comes to money this year, but the Thank second you. half of the year is a bit more focused on learning. Oh, God. I mean, yay, learning. <laughs> Uh, if you are looking for love this year, you are going to be switch doms this year. <laughs> you want to be proposed to, but you know what, bitch? He better have money. Um, I, I mean, do, do you see How an engagement in my 2024? You are going through eclipses that could highlight that, yeah. Wait, what? That was really this. fast. Wait, what? I told you this before when we went to Chaconis. No, you didn't. This is the first time I've ever heard it. What? No, I told you I this. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> yes. You think you think there could be a proposal for me this year? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> all right, and your top three words for 2024 Aries are money, friends, and drama. Yes. Which I was kind of like, shit, I had all that last year. Well, the drama and the friends. A little bit of money. It's okay. But even more so now. Great. Can't wait. All right. Taurus, this is you. Taurus. Adele. We, oh, you want yes. you go, go, go. No, you know, you go. Okay. Taurus, uh, Adele, Kelly Clarkson, Dwayne Johnson, and George Clooney. Uh, Taurus, you are the luckiest zodiac sign throughout most of 2024. So work it. Yes. And your love horoscope is Taurus are sluts for pleasure in 2024. Okay. So whether you're top, bottom, verse. Just get ready to take it all. Just grab that bull by the horns, okay? And your top three words for 2024, Taurus, are hot, lucky, and winning. I'm a Taurus moon. Evan's a Taurus moon. We both have the same moon and and rising. So Taurus moon, Gemini rising. That's really compatible. It is weird, though. And we're like, you know, only a couple of years apart. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up, we have... Geminis. Our celebrities are Naomi Campbell, Mary-Kate, and Ashley Olsen. Only the one of them, though. Angelina Jolie and Tom Holland. Your overview is that they're... 
You're going to feel like life is a little bit slow in the first half, likely as you're hard at work on career matters, but the second half of the year will bring a flesh fresh. Oh. A fresh slate. Yeah. A flesh slate. A flesh. A flesh light. A flesh light. Yes. Get ready. Uh, your sassy love horoscope, Gemini. Geminis need to be a little discreet in 2024. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, just don't say everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your top three words for 2024 are sleeping, working, banging. The three essentials. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cancer, we have Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez, and Khloe Kardashian. Oh. Your overview, Cancer, for the year 2024 is you were seeing a lucky streak, especially around personal and professional victories. Yes. And your love horoscope is Cancers are popular on Raya in 2024. So get ready. Get accepted first and then get popular. <laughs> and your top three words for 2024. Cool. Emo. Dreamy. Yes. All right. Uh, Leo. Kylie Le Jenner, Demi Lovato, Jennifer Lawrence, L Jennifer Lopez, and Madonna. Your overview this year is the year ahead will see a lot of career potential and an ability to expand your network or social circle. Interesting. Your sassy love horoscope is Leo's are winning awards at the Grabbies in 2024. <laughs> the Grabbies are the porn awards? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> and, your, and your top three words, Leo, are sassy, slaying, twerking. Good for you. And, you know, that's Madonna's going on tour in the States. <laughs> Demi's engaged. Uh, and then the Jennifers and Kylie. I mean, that's... <laughs> That sounds like it would be right. Um, Virgo, we've got Beyonce, Zendaya, and Blake Lively. Your year, Virgo, you're going to have a big year to step outside of your comfort zone, but there could be karmic lessons around partnerships. Mm -hmm. And your love horoscope is Virgos are all about the exotic meat in 2024. <laughs> and your top three words, Virgo, are growth, adventure, and karma. <laughs> you can't have growth and exotic meat in the same sentence. Yes, you can. Wait, what's exotic meat? Like venison? <laughs> like a like a gazelle? Oh, you're like dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exotic meat. Yeah. <laughs> like what is what in the jungle cruise hell? <laughs> exotic meats. <laughs> What'd you say? Bobcat. Bobcat, yes. <laughs> I love just a nice cougar thigh. <laughs> Exotic meats. Yeah, you know, I mean, especially the kind that you just, like, don't really get a lot. You Exotic know? meats and where to find them. <laughs> yes. Um, Libra, Bruno Mars, Will Smith, Eminem, and Gwen Stefani. Well, that's a weird collection of people. <laughs> You're going to have big opportunities to expand your wealth, but work could be an uphill battle. And your love horoscope is Libras just want it deeper in 2024. Wow. Will Smith just wants to get slapped a little harder <laughs> this year. Okay. He's into kink. Your top three words for 2024, sex, wealth, and wait for it. Love me, Jada. Love me. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Scorpios, we have Leonardo DiCaprio, Drake, Willow Smith, Winona Ryder, and mm. Kendall Jenner. Your overview this year is the entire year favors all forms of partnership and connection. Very cool. Your sassy love horoscope is Scorpios are on soulmate vibes. Wow. Soulmate vibes in 2024. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. You've got Leo up there. He's looking to settle down. Kendall, Winona Ryder. 
sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And your and your top three words. It's more than three words, but it's hit it, quit it, marry me. That's like every Scorpio I know. I mean, I feel yeah. I feel like they're they mean business. Uh, Sagittarius. We have Miley Cyrus, Janelle Monae, Nicki Minaj, Britney Spears, and Taylor Swift. I had no idea that Miley and yeah. Nikki, I had these are all yeah, 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 yeah. female musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna see a lot of growth around work in the first half of the year. Family relations could be a bit strained or taxing this year, but luckily partnerships are better in the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm. And your love horoscope, Sagittarius, is Sagittarius are getting sexy at the gym in 2024, with your top three words being slinky, laughter, changing. Which could be songs on Taylor's next album. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Capricorn, we've got Michelle Obama, Dolly Parton, LeBron James, and Diane Keaton. Oh, that's my kind of crowd. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a lot of opportunity around true love and passion, but you could also aid them in finally establishing a better work and life balance in the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. And the love horoscope is Capricorns are falling in love Balls deep in 2024. Oh, good for Michelle. <laughs> um, <laughs> and your top three words for 2024 are horny, moody, and crushing. Yes. All right. Um, Aquarius, we have Alicia Keys, <laughs> Harry Styles, and Jennifer Aniston. Uh, your home and family will be important to them in the first half of the year, but romance, passion, creativity, or fertility will take prominence in the second half. Mm-hmm. And your love horoscope is Aquarius are kissing exes like it's a religion in 2024. That, that makes sense. And your top three words are centered, travel, exes. Ooh, centered travel and exes. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, there's a lot of planets that are going to retrograde in sectors around their relationships. So, yeah, you know, you just need to beat every ex off of Evan with a stick. Oh, I will. Challenge accepted. Uh, finally, Pisces. We have Rihanna, Justin Bieber, Drew Barrymore, and Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, your overview, there will be a lot of karmic lessons this year, and you may be reevaluating your life. If things are heavy, you're being made stronger. There's a lot of social energy in the first half of the year. Yes, and your love horoscope is Pisces are stealing their friend's boo in 2024. <gasps> Pisces, you mm -hmm. shady fish, mm, you. So shady, so uh, shady. And that's going to be one of your three words, Shady. <laughs> We could change that, yeah. So uh -huh. the, the top three words we have for Pisces are learning, family, shady. Learning, family, shady fish. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Well, you heard it first. Those were our 2024 uh, Zodiac sign predictions. Uh, I hope you all learned something from that. But now I want to shift over to what do you think our general cosmic energy should be focused on in the year? Uh, not celebrities, just the normal folk, just trying to make it out there in the world. Totally. What should they? What should they uh, listen to or learn from? Well, the thing about astrology is that it is predictive, so mm -hmm. we can make predictions about the kinds of things we're going to experience, but okay. also productive. So by aligning with these particular energies, you're going to see more opportunity to grow. So the first, roughly the first half of the year, we're going to see that Jupiter is going to expand all things around the economy money, assets, a lot of those kinds of things. 
we'll be seeing that there are going to be, uh, April is going to be insane because Jupiter and Uranus are going to be in the same place of the sky. So there's going to be like opportunities for like big wins in the, in the economy and in finances, but then there's also possibility for like big losses. Uh -huh. So I would say just be very, very cautious around that point in time. April. Oh yeah, for sure. But the energy is going to really trickle through throughout the first half of the year because they're close enough in the sky. So, you know, hopefully, you know, you're certainly one of the people that are winning big. And the second half of the year is that Jupiter is going to be in Gemini, which represents that where we're going to see a lot more social activity. There's going to be more opportunity to communicate, to learn, to connect, to expand our networks, our social lives, particularly around siblings, neighbors, friends, will just all sorts of increase. And if if you're looking to date, I feel like utilizing the first half of the energy of the year, that's more focused around long-term connections Ooh. and really trying to build that and looking at like, what do I bring to the table with a partner? What do I need? What, what sort of things that should they supply to me? And then the second half of the year is more about having fun, potentially spontaneous, impulsive relationships, meeting people through friends. That's the kind of energy for so that. So hot girl second half, <clears throat> hot yeah. girl second half, cuff first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So not hot girl summer cuffing season. We're we're going to cuff first season and then hot girl second season. Yes. And we will have a Mars retrograde. So a slutty winter. Slutty winter. Slutty winter 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is that we're we're looking at is again, we we were talking about eclipses. And mm -hmm. so eclipses. Do we know how many eclipses we're getting this year? Uh we have two in the spring. We have two. I think we have four. We have four. Yeah. For the whole year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds so, good. <laughs> yeah, so we have an eclipse in Libra. We have an eclipse in Aries in the spring. And then we have an eclipse in Pisces and an, another eclipse, excuse me, in Libra in the autumn. But a lot of big, powerful changes happen in our lives. Mm -hmm. And right now, as the, as the, the eclipses are prim primarily going through Aries and Libra. And the thing that we're learning about with the Aries eclipses is that we're stepping into our own power. Cool. So we're going to be focused more on pursuing our own passions, our own desires, but that can also make us more selfish, more uh -huh. egocentric, uh, more frustrated, more angry. And technically it's the the placement of war. So we we will be like going to war for what we want. And Wait, what we no, hunger. don't yeah, say that. It's, it's that okay. kind of energy. Okay. You know, whether that is, I want that, I want that man or I want that job. Like I want it. So I we, want it. I take it. We all will be feeling that. But then the thing that is that with the south node of the eclipses taking place in Libra, this also represents that if there are any relationships, personal, professional, that are not serving us, they're more likely to break next year than any other year. Interesting. Yeah. So like, for instance, let's say, you know, these, there's two people, they're in love, they've been together for a while and they're like, you know what, like, where are we on this page? And if they're just both not entirely fulfilled, they're going to be like, okay, I'm going to move on because it's not pursuing, it's not giving me what I want on my path. Huh. So that's going to be the kind of conversations that are happening. But I also think that's really cool because with the South Node being here, we can actually attract a lot of past life partnerships. So, you know, whether that is, and, and I mean, do you believe in past lives? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I always find it's like so fascinating because it's like when you meet someone and you're like, I know this. Bitch. I know, but I've also watched a lot of Outlander. So maybe that's probably why I'm like, uh, tell me a song or, you know, give me a story of a love lost in the past. You know, I feel like, I do feel like that. Yeah. There was some song that I heard the other day. It was just like, um, I can't remember who sang it, but it was just like, I'm so glad that you 
You and I were both alive at the same time. Is that the song that I just wrote? Um, Wait, what was it? Yeah, so I I actually just released my first pop song. What? Yeah, the and, whole time? <laughs> yeah, and it's called Eclipse. Uh-huh. And it was produced by Goldfingers and written by me. And we have the wonderful vocalist Deity on it. And yeah, so we just released it. And the song is about past life connections always coming back. So Weird. where did I hear this song? I've been blasting it all over my shit. So Maybe if you are if you are on is. any platform, check it out. Yeah, Please listen to it. I wonder if it. it was yours and I subliminally like heard it and I was just like, oh, that sounds uh, yeah, but that was it. Yeah, because it's it's literally about you'll come back to me. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's I I I think love that is like that is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I certainly have thought I felt that before. And I still believe that when I see people experiencing that. I know it is very refreshing. And I feel like everything in society now is just so like, yeah, yeah, you come over here. You come over here. You know, and it's just like, it's just so like, oh, yeah, I like totally hooked up with this guy last night. Oh, yeah, I totally, and which I think go for it. Go. Yeah. But I mean, it's like once you do find that, like, holy shit, I never thought that I would feel like this or like, yeah, be with somebody like this. Like, it's incredible. It's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just holding on to that and like making it work. It's just very rewarding and fulfilling. It's like, you know, I'm I'm very happy in the relationship that I'm in now. And it's like as someone who was very skeptical about it for I mean, yeah. I was damaged by like exes and hookups and like I look back at it now and I was like, God, like yeah. what's like doing? Well, but the thing is I and I, whether you're looking at it from astrology or psychology or Whatever it mm-hmm. be, any relationship is going to take work. Yeah, of you know, course, certainly of course. friendships, and I think sometimes people forget that, and yeah. and that's one of the things that has been a really strange and challenging situation, particularly being in LA. Yeah, is that you know you go through, you have friends, and you meet them, and then you realize they're not who they are, and then you're like, who do I have? And mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that I love so much about you is that I know you're my friend and mm-hmm. we support each other and but we put an effort to to support each other and to show up for each other and those are the kinds of authentic connections that I just value so much. Yeah. And then obviously when it comes to love, I think that a lot of people if it's not like hitting it exactly right away or it's something happens that fr- freaks them out or triggers them, they just let it go and mm-hmm. and I think that that's just, it, it is really sad because I think that some people run away from love when it could really be there. Absolutely. I definitely feel like if you, there, there's people who are in a relationship and they love it and then they're like, they get afraid of it or they doubt mm-hmm. it and they're like, mm, let's toss this away, but what, what, or what could be better? Yeah. I, like, I was dating this guy on and off through the second half of 2023 and it was, you know, nothing serious, but we were, we were getting together and really enjoying our time. And he said that, he couldn't continue dating me because he had caught feelings. And I was like, what? And again, this is not talking bad about him, but I feel like I've experienced that kind of thing being a gay man. And I just wish, I wish no matter what your orientation is or who you are, I just really feel like it's just like open up 
your heart mm-hmm. and open up your feelings. And yeah, you couldn't get hurt, but also- Why are you in a relationship if you're like afraid of catching feelings? But 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 I mean, that's why he ran away. But it's I just think that, that there's so much to be gained by, by sharing your spirit, sharing your emotion and mm-hmm. learning about life and what you want, mm-hmm. even if it's not gonna be the love of your life. Exactly. Well, that is some words to live by. And I'm so excited you were here today. Uh, please tell- Everybody, where they can find you, follow you. Uh, I mean, I, I, I do private readings, whatever. I, like, go away. This, this, not go away. This is the time for you to plug away. Uh, so again, my name is Kyle Thomas, and yes. my website is kylethomasastrology.com. You can reach out to me for a reading there, or you can connect me on Instagram, which is Mr. Kyle Thomas, M R K Y L E T H O M A S. I have a lot of big projects that are in the works right now for yes. 2024. So you'll be seeing video content from me from People Magazine, as well as Good Morning America, and some other things that I can't announce yet. Uh, definitely check out my first pop single. It is Eclipse, like I said, uh. and read all of your horoscopes on my website. And oh, my Patreon is so badass because you get so much content ahead of time and it's exclusive and stuff that I will not also release to the world ever. Oh, so good, good, Patreon good. is like so cool because, and I've had such great feedback from people because they're like, wow, like I, not only can I predict things way ahead of time and they can plan their lives and I just think it's an invaluable resource. So Fantastic. check it out. Yes, awesome. Well, thank you again for being here. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Happy 2024. We're looking forward to see you and we will catch you next time on the Just Saying Podcast. Bye. <laughs>